0: hey my beautiful people how are we i've got to tell you that i'm not feeling great I stupidly slept with the window open last Sunday and as a result I've had a head cold all week and I'm really trying hard to throw it off because it is beginning to get on my nerves. The hacking cough, the blocked up ears and the stuffy head. But aside from that it's cold in the UK and I'm here on a Sunday doing this podcast for you. And it's all about personal development. And I think it's that time of year where people think about goals that they never achieve, intentions that they think about and don't intend doing. And then, "Mm, should I do some work on myself? Yeah, mm." So really, what I wanted to talk about is how many of us really take time out to work on ourselves. I mean, really, really take time out. Clearly, I'm trying to take time out to work on getting my voice back to normal because I'm either coming across as very sexy or incoherent. But for me, I've embraced PD or self-development, personal development is PD, ever since I started my morning rituals by only reading personal development books and thinking about what it is that's going to make me whole. What is it going to do to get me into a better human for me, not for anybody else. And I think that how and what is personal development, people can be put off by it, but actually it's the process of learning new things and building new skills that help us to increase our chances of success, getting our goals and manifesting our dreams. You know you know, I believe in that with the law of attraction. And I was just saying to somebody yesterday that some of the jobs I've taken in the past, I haven't got a Scooby-Doo what I'm doing. But because I love learning, I just get on and do it. And I love it. I think we should look at personal development as a lifelong process. Now, I think this this episode is going to be short and sweet because I've got a really juicy interview coming up uh, afterwards, but um, not today. But um, I think if you look at personal development as a lifelong process, and it's a thing that assesses your skills and qualities to help you realise and maximise your potential, And there are certain steps that you can take. But more importantly, I do think everybody does need to work on their self. And I don't think they always know how to begin. Is it going to sit on a course? Yes, there are courses and whatever. But there are some really good books out there. And I've got a friend at the moment going through hell. And I've just said to him, just focus on you. Stop worrying about everybody else and focus on you. And all props to them, they've gone out and they've gone and got the help they needed to help them understand themselves a bit better. Because until you do that, will you be able to interact and engage with the rest of life in a way that's going to make you really content and happy, dare I say it. So some of the steps that you can take are developing a personal vision. Think about where you want to be months or years from now, because having that purpose or having a purpose will help you uh, do that. So I don't know. My purpose is to help other people. If that's my purpose and my vision is to be a bit more philanthropic about what I do in future years to come, A, you need a bit of money to be a bit of a philanthropist, I think, because you're going to put your money where your mouth is. But also the type of help that I want to give people is tools that they can equip themselves to do better or go further or help them succeed in life. And so in order to do that I need to work on myself because we've got to understand the why. And I said to somebody again the other day, you know, when you're thinking about your vision, try not to use that old chestnut, I want to be happy. Everybody says I want to be happy and I make reference to this because there's a brilliant book I'm reading at the moment, well, controversially, the 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 social, the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson. I'll say it again, the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson. And he talks about this happy kind of statement that everybody makes, and it actually means nothing, because everybody wants to be happy. Well, some people don't, but a majority of people want to be happy. But rather, we should ask ourselves, what pain or what challenges do we want to experience to get to x so let's i give this as a great example the marathon i want to run the marathon there's so many people that have this milestone goals that have milestone goals goals rather by the time they're a certain age so let's say i want to run the marathon by 50 great okay that's a statement but what pain or what challenges are you going to go through to get there to run that marathon and that will be training seven days a week undertaking training that i don't particularly like looking at my diet those are all pain and challenges because it's not just about running the bloody marathon it's what you have to do and getting yourself into that state of mind before you've even achieved that vision or goal is another different matter and it's harder when you think of the pain i want a divorce great i want to be separated great what pain are you going to go through especially if you've got kids Oh my God, it's going to involve financial. That's painful. It's going to involve difficult conversations that you didn't think you'd be having so quickly. That's painful. It could cause a rift with your family. That's painful. Depending on who it is, you might have to find a new home. Do you see what I'm saying? You have to think about the pain points or the challenges you will go through to get to that goal because it's very easy to set that statement out. And it's funny, the other day, I was just about to mention to a friend of mine who's been doing very well with her business and I was going to say to her, have you thought about setting up a shop to do what you do? I think it'd be brilliant or a cafe. But then I thought about the pain points they would have to go through to get to that. It's not easy. And there's another example personally I can give when I said I'd like to set up a trust for people who are leaving care so they can have extra support through care packages, which, you know, some of the local government give here, but it's a bit wishy-washy and it's a bit of a uh, Russian roulette, and then I thought about the challenges I've got to go through, and I've been a bit of a scaredy cat, people, because I've just dropped it for now. I do want to do it, but when I sat down with somebody to do a bit of research, and they said, "Okay, so how much money are you putting in?" Huh? I didn't know I needed to put something in. What did you think? You just you could just submit a paper and you have got a charity or trust. Oh God, those are pain points which I need to get my head round. Moving off that, then this personal vision. But asking the why, which is, you know, what's your purpose? You need to plan your personal development. You need a plan to get to what you want to achieve in months or years' time. So it's not a case of just saying, I want to run that marathon. You need the plan to say, when is that marathon going to take place? Let's say it's next year. And then you make a plan of when your training is going to start and all the things you need to do to get that in place. But with that, you need to set those realistic and achievable targeting goals, and give yourself a little bit of a, a critique. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What opportunities are there? And what could be a threat to you? So let's just break those down. Let's take the marathon. The strength is you're highly motivated. The weakness is you don't like cold weather. And to run the marathon, you're going to have to be training in the winter outside running long distance. The opportunities are that you will achieve that goal by 50, when you want to, because you're going to run that race, but the threat is injury. That simple, okay? So just have that in mind, because if you think about the critique, you think about the threat, for example, is injury, make sure you maybe got that physio lined up or how you can minimise injury. You know, get good trainers, don't just run. I knew this guy that ran a half marathon in basketball boots and he suffered. Knees fucked, absolutely buggered. Didn't do any research or anything. And then the third thing is I think with your your lifelong process of doing PD is record your development and I am a big advocate of journaling. I've got into it in the last 3 years since I've been doing my morning ritual and it's usually talking about things I'm grateful for, but if there's a big goal that I'm going after, I can guarantee you that that's going to appear in my journalism because it's nice to to look back on and also you can discuss it with friends and particularly when you have got a vision or a goal when you start saying it to a friend like I've told a couple of people about this trust someone's going to say to me Tina what are you doing about that and doesn't it sound a bit wishy-washy when you haven't done a thing Mm, just saying so obviously it's easy to say all of this personal development and you think it's all pie in the sky um look, there are lots of books out there and I have made it my thing to only read personal development books in the morning. I don't care if it's a chapter, I don't care if it's a page, I don't read, I don't really read a lot of non-fiction anymore, but all these books, some of them have been absolutely amazing and some of them you just think, what have I just read? But there's always something I can take from it. In personal development, there are some skills to develop. You need to separate things you can't control from the things you can and you need to stop worrying about those things you can't change. So many people get in such a tizzy about things they can't control and I think I spoke about this in my Embracing Uncertainty episode. So if you haven't listened to that, have a little listen. Example, if you've got a partner, unlike me, you can't make your partner want to work on things if you're in a in an unhappy relationship why would they you can't control it you're unhappy so move on nor can you change the past or whether people like or dislike you I can't control if Michelle down the road fucking hates me move on what you can do in terms of a relationship you leave that relationship if it's making you unhappy practice focusing your mind on the present and work on being the best version of yourself Now, a lot of people stick in unhappy relationships, and I've been there. I was telling somebody the other day, can you believe I'm single now, but the first part of my years, from the age of 21 right through to just after 40, I was in these big old 9-10 to year relationships, you know. But was I happy? No. What should I have done? Left. Instead, I stayed there. Thankfully, I did a bit of personal development on myself that involved a third party, to understand why was I staying in relationships that served me no purpose and it's the same thing I will say to work I hear time and time again somebody moaning about their workplace will just leave you don't need to stay there and I know that sounds easier than done because work might be hard to come by It depends if you're skilled non-skilled if you've got the capacity to go out and get new work but I do believe if something's making you that miserable don't do it I've already said about the skills um, in terms of document or journaling your goals and intentions to make and make those vision boards to bring them to life and look at them every day. I do this very easily. I've got a phone, when my phone is on the lock screen, there is my vision board for 2024. And so it's just a snapshot, a couple of photos. For example, I've got on there Thailand, I've got Botswana, I've got the Gambia, those are three places I'd like to go to this year. I've got build a garden shed room, take piano lessons, find a lifelong partner that's been appearing on the vision board for a while, let me tell you, and a couple of other things. And it's just nice to have it there. So it doesn't have to be arduous. You may not even want to document, but actually I think it's a nice skill to get it down and make yourself accountable. Practice self-awareness and reflection. This for me is integral. It's an integral part of personal growth so that you can learn more about your strengths, your weaknesses, reactions, habits, likes, dislikes, motivations, fears and so on. And if you're not self-aware, how do you know how to develop or what to develop? This is, goes for self-reflection as well, which does require us to evaluate whether or not our reactions and behaviours were right for a particular situation or moment. So we can plan for a greater outcome the next time it really does involve you asking yourself questions like how did I handle that situation Mm. you know sometimes I've come away from something and I thought why did you end up like a no why did you act out like a complete arsehole Tina they couldn't help it or something for example the other day part of this cold thing I think got me all miserable I went to my members club and they have a really bad habit of booking out quite a lot of the rooms for you know, hires. So when I got there, I was already feeling cold. It's absolutely freezing. And the receptionist, I said, oh, is the upstairs available? No, it's all booked out. And I went, fuck. I just went like that. <laughs> and I apologized. And I said, I'm really sorry that I did that because actually, did I handle that situation well? The receptionist didn't need to be sworn out or have a, um, an F word muttered under my breath. It's not her fault. So I could have handled it better and said, oh, okay then. So I could have done it differently and not said a thing. Another skill to develop is to accept fear is part of normal growth. And by this, I mean, we need to step outside of our comfort zone to grow. But in the words of Susan Jeffries, and I love this book, we need to face the fear and do it anyway. And it could be something simple as oh I've never made that recipe before, let me do it for the family tonight or even trying it out on yourself but I think doing it for somebody else makes it more of a challenge and stepping outside your comfort zone. You know trying a new fitness class or just a class at uni and I, not uni, adult educational, wherever you do a class or whatever, it could be fitness, it could be learning like I did interior design and I was shitting myself, if I'm honest, because I just wanted to do this vocational kind of qualification. But I really, really enjoyed it. The, the thing that annoyed me the most is the type of people in their class. There were some really, really boring people there. I think the key message from this point is there is more to life outside of the one we already know. So step outside the comfort zone and go and explore it. Practice mindfulness. And that's all about focusing on the present. Like, as I said, I think I've got a friend that, always in a tizzy, always thinking about 10 years down the line, or what if, what if, you can't control it, leave it, practice being here and now and being present. A big one for me, and one of my big bugbears particularly, especially, you know, when you, um, I had this debate with a friend the other day about a partner, and uh, someone had uh, written me this note saying, oh you look really nice, and but they didn't do it like that. They wrote like they were illiterate. <laughs> and it's funny because I just thought it's such a turn off and I think we need to read and I think we need to read widely. And it's really hard because dig- digital technology has taken over, but there is so much to learn from reading words in a book. A, it helps you construct your words better and pull a sentence together for God's sake. And also, I think it's just nice to have something in your hand. And it could be um, what are those things called the, um, the digital versions of it. I still like a book, but the problem is sometimes I have to force myself. And I am glad that I do my personal development in the morning. Otherwise, I'm, I'm scrolling through social media and that's what we do. And you don't learn from that. So start reading. And also, more importantly, It makes you a little bit more worldly. It makes you knowledgeable. You know, I love having my coffee table books and somebody will come in my front room and they'll say, oh my God, you've got that book. And it becomes a point of discussion before I've even opened the front page. So read widely. Try not to compare yourself to others. Everyone does this, but it can absolutely really mess you up. You've got to focus on your own journey and learn to be happy with your own progress this far. Because if you start looking at what everybody else is doing, and you know what? I fall victim to this on social media, especially on Instagram. And I look at what people are doing, boasting about what themselves, and these are kind of leaders type people because they self-promote. I'm really bad at it. And I think, wow. And I get caught up in that. It's not that I want to compete with others, but some people do. But you've got to think of it this way. Whatever we do is never enough. Because we're always just trying to keep up with the people around us. Don't, 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 don't. Think about your own journey and, th- and this is why journaling helps. Look at how far you have come. Another big one for me, and I did want to make a, um, I wanted to make a bit of a side hustle from this, although someone said to me once, there's no such thing as a side hustle, teen. It's either bringing something in or it's not. And it's about decluttering your life. Because it's more than just a physical task, it can also have a significant impact on the way you think and feel. And these thoughts and feelings can affect your self-development. So if you walk in, I can tell when people are all over the place and I'm not gonna name people, but I know at least four people, I've walked into their homes and I'm just saying, oh my God, there's organized chaos and then there's chaos. And those same said people that I've walked into their house and seen it, I can just see how their mind works. It's all over the place. For example, if you've been holding on to items from your past that bring up negative connotations and memories, you may, and I'm saying you may or may not, struggle to look positively at the future. And this becomes demotivating, especially when you're trying to achieve your goals. So you need to look forward, get rid of shit from your past that is negative negative. And trust me, that can be quite a few things in terms of friends. It can be items. It can be a lot of things. Just think about it is what is cluttering up your life mentally and physically. Embrace mistakes and learn from them. And I'm a big advocate of this. It doesn't always feel good at the time because, boy, you can feel completely quashed. But the only I can give loads of examples, but the one I think was through my athletics. And you look at the mistakes you make when you're trying to win a race or jump to a gold medal and you think what was the mistake you sit down with your coach as long as you can recognize and that's self-reflection self-awareness etc can you then move on and learn from it because making mistakes gives us the opportunity to get to know ourselves a little better and learn how we can achieve a more successful outcome next time listen there are serial people that never learn because they don't want to it's a mindset You've got to remember that mistakes can also teach us lessons in resilience and gratitude. And I've always been told that I am very resilient. So if something's gone right, and it can also give us a bit of an oomph and to grab new opportunities next time. And I've always liked that, especially in the beginning of my career. And I'm always grateful. And that's one of the things I journal about. What three things was I or am I or was I grateful for the day before? And I'll say, I am blessed that, I'm so grateful, blah, 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 blah. And the reason why some people I believe are so scared to step outside of their comfort zone, which I talked about a bit before, is the fear of failure. No one wants to fail, but once we can make peace with failure and start to see it for what it really is, which is a necessary part of life, wouldn't you say? That goes hand in hand with self-development. If you get to grips with that, We can often feel less afraid to strive towards our goals, even if they come with a risk. Life is for living, my people. Grab it. It's not a one track pony. Everything's different. Accountability. You are responsible for your own actions. No one else but you. Hold yourself accountable. The sooner you do, the quicker you can get back on track after making a mistake if your personal development slows down because you opted to sleep in instead of getting up early to work out, don't blame the cold or a grey morning. You made that choice to stay in. And you know how many times I, even with my ritual slacked at Christmas, I made the choice. My eyes would pop open at half seven. Remember, I've got to do all my personal development ritual before eight o'clock. And I made a choice sometimes. I thought I can't be asked, especially over Christmas. I couldn't be bothered to do it every day. But I made that choice. Was my personal development suffering? Probably a little bit. So let's think about that. And then the one that I told you that everybody thinks I am is resilient. Resilience. How many times I've been told that is unbelievable. It's a skill acquired through struggle. And I've been through struggles, have I not? And um, that may not sound encouraging when looking for your kind of self-development, but it's not a race it's a what's that saying it's a slow burn you'll see the power that comes from never giving up and I don't think I've ever given up somebody may be listening to this and say yeah you did team you couldn't be bothered to do your trust you couldn't do this or blah 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 but I'm really talking about sort of tangible things I've been exposed to and I haven't given up I haven't at all you have to push yourself through really hard situations. Every time you throw in the towel, you lose momentum. And that's often difficult to get back. As I said, this was going to be a short and sweet one in terms of your personal development. Think about it. Think about books. I have—I can't tell you how many books I've got through in the last two years. Well, it's been since lockdown and I love it. It's a lovely library of stuff and there's something for everyone. Not hard to read, not too out there thinking, oh my God. But what can you work on? Have a think about that this week. What can you work on? Whether it's, I don't know. One of mine is, I had a terrible habit of cancelling people when I set up arrangements. And even through this head cold last week, I shouldn't have been running up and down like I did a couple of times in the week. I should have kept myself quiet. And I said, no, I'm not doing it. 2024, unless it's an absolute brilliant, justifiable reason. I'm not canceling on people and I used to do it really badly. Then I've got then I got bad and then I got okay, but now I just want to be perfect. I don't cancel. It's not cool. It's not cool. In essence, we need to trust the process and that persistence will pay off in terms of your PD or self-development. Sometimes not all progress is immediately obvious, but if you keep consistent and don't give up, eventually things will fall into place. And that my friends, if you're just finishing your ironing or doing a bit of cooking and got me in the background or running, it's uh it's a short but sweet one, but hopefully it's made you think about what you can do to develop yourself and be someone who you like even more because love starts at home. It starts with you. Love yourself, love what you're about, and if you need to develop Make sure you get on and do it and don't delay. Until the next time, take care.